Hey guys, welcome back to Creative Flame Podcast. It is August the 13th, hashtag RPG a day 2017. Remember to make sure to hit all the social networks, the Instagram, the Twitter, the Facebook, the YouTube, all that good stuff, because that's where hashtag RPG a day 2017 is going on, and there's videos everywhere out there. Woohoo! Yeah, Ron and Scott and, you know, a bunch of the others are doing the videos, which is really fun. So, for August the 13th, describe a game experience that changed how you play. Ooh. That's a hard one. That's that's extremely hard. Oh, dear. Want me to go first? And yeah, you go time? first. Yeah, you go first. Okay, I'm going to go with the first time I played Fate. Because if you ever get a chance to play the fate system, you realize you're not playing your, okay, I swing my sword, I'm plus two to strength, and I'm trying to hit the MacGuffin, or I'm trying to use my insight skill with my plus to wisdom. In fate, when you play the game, you basically are using more of a narrative style as a player where you're actually affecting the environment as a co-narrator with the GM. So you could do the, okay, I'm going to use my gun skill to actually put the creature off balance, creating the shaken or some other aspect on the creature. So you're actually giving a aspect to the creature as opposed to damaging the creature. And if you ever get a chance, play Fate for the teamwork, because you can play a great deal of round robin on the table where everyone does a thing to the creature, making aspects all of the cre- all around the creature that everyone gets to tag onto to work as a team. One person can do the whole, I throw marbles to have him, you know, tripping on marbles. Another person, you know, uses some dirt and said, here's some mud in your eye. You know, and the idea that as, as co-narrators of the game, the, the, the players in, in, inject into the game itself. And that, that really affected how, I, you know, because that helped with stunts and stuff too. Because, you know, it gives you creative license in your game. That's true. A lot of players have a hard time getting creative narrative, or I should say narrative creative. Yeah, well, it is kind of hard to, you know, most people are used to having the story told to them and then interacting with it to a certain degree Mm -hmm. Um, with fate and with like Scion and Dresden and all those types of things. You're actively changing the story and you're building it and creating it. And and for the record, GMs love that stuff. We really do. You can't just blanket statement that. Well, most of the GMs I know love players that inject stuff into the game. True. I think the best ones do definitely. Yeah. New GMs might be thrown off or off balance with that one, but if you're the type of GM that's willing to give up game control to, to have more of a creative story happen, Fate and, Fate and Star Wars dice, the narrative dice are great at that because they give creative license to the players, okay. which is good. So what, 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 what experience did you have? You know uh, what I'm going to have to go with that kind of changed how I play? Mm-hmm. Um, back, remember back when we were playing D&D 4th Edition? Mm-hmm. And we had, I had my ranger, and uh, we were a four-man team, and we played them all. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we lost two players. Because mm-hmm. we, we were having a uh, open table gameplay at Game yeah. Days, back in Game Days was uh-huh. open. And one guy got a job. Other, yeah. And so him and his wife had to drop from the group. Yeah. So instead of like, you know, I two boxed. Uh-huh. And that was the first time that I'd like, I mean, I'd done, when I originally started playing, I had done a couple, you know, where it's like, but I didn't 
play them differently back in you know old school days and mm-hmm. stuff when I was just starting out when I was little. Um, but this was the first time that oh, wait a minute I've got two separate characters I'm playing two separate identities. Mm-hmm. That's where I really started to um, build. I mean, distinctive characters. So that with their and portraying, you know, and not just, you know, exactly that I can role play them as two different people with two different distinct you know, personalities. Exactly. And, and cultures. I mean, one was Kelwin and the other one was Twyla. Uh huh. So you Twyla, had the, the two Twyla distinct identity. voices while playing. Well, and I specifically chose characters that, you know, I had mm-hmm. my already taciturn. You know, ranger, you know, half elf. Super stoic. Yeah. And then uh, with her uh, wolf companion, uh, mm-hmm. Whisper. <laughs> um, uh, so I wanted something and I had to think, okay, well, we're, we're not going to cancel. We're going to, we're going to two box, both uh-huh. of us. So we're still four people, but just yep. with two players in the GM. So I'm like, well, I want to pick people who are literally different so mm-hmm. that was the first time i'd ever played a bard so i really i, I wanted it something that okay well i have this taciturn half elf you know mm-hmm. who's kind of quiet and menacing and you know and gets straight to the point as it were um then i like okay you know what? i'm gonna do a, you know this fun Bard, you know, silly, you silly know, kind of halfling character that you know, like storytelling, and you uh-huh. know, and talks really fast, and like, and then there was this time that you know, it's like, <laughs> you know, I once had this cousin, you know, because of course she's got lots of cousins, big halfling families. Yes, so um, uh, that was the first time, and ever since then, um, when I create characters. Um, I try to give them an identity. I think that's one of the reasons why I like fifth edition so much now is because the, he, it builds built a background in mean, creation. Exactly. And that just makes it even easier for me to, you know, pull to from get source into material. It. And of course being an identical twin, um, True. I like doing an accent if my sister's around just because it makes it easier to distinguish you know, because sometimes our voices can be exceedingly similar. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and that just reinforces the the role playing, in my opinion. Because for those who don't know, Carrie and Kelly happen to be twins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just swap the double letter in our name. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. So that describes a game experience that that changed how we play. So I hope you guys enjoyed, and by the way, feel free to share what your game experiences are that changed the way you play, because I know everyone's got a thing and a story that changed, you know, how they play. Because, mm-hmm. you know, we all, we grow, we learn, we pick up new skills, we, we shave off bad habits, mm-hmm. we sometimes learn new bad habits. <laughs> <laughs> so hey guys, hope you enjoyed it, and have a good hashtag RPG a day. Thank you for listening. Hi, this is Kelly, a.k.a. Trixie from Ragnarok and Roll, a sign to Ragnarok story, and Tilda Wimblewick from D&D Journey of the 5th Edition. First off, I would just like to say thank you to everyone for listening to our varied adventures, as well as for rating us on iTunes and RPGpodcast.com. 
If you haven't rated us yet, we would greatly appreciate it if you could. And if you're looking for more ways to support our efforts, we are now on Patreon, a great site where you can help us continue making more podcasts, as well as some special surprises for our patrons. If you can, please look us up at www.patreon.com cppn. Every little bit helps. And again, thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to the Creative Play and Podcast Network. And feel free to enjoy our other shows, such as D&D Journey of the Fifth Edition and Scion Ragnarok and Roll, a Scion hero to Ragnarok story. Thank you for listening.